of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. (coughs) Sister Margaret, if you please. Scribes, however, looked like they were demanding. 
and cajoling and enticing as much money out of the widows as they could. God needs it, guys, so you better give. So Jesus is calling the scribes hypocrites. They were teaching the people, you've got to give so that we can look really religious and God will be less angry with you. And they were forgetting the teachings of God in Scripture. God cares for the orphan and the widow. God doesn't desire temple sacrifice. Let justice roll like waters. Defend the orphan and widow. Let your sacrifice be a heart full of love for all people. The religious leaders seem to have forgotten that they were following the words of God. They were following the words of God that made themselves look important and needed. But they were forgetting the words of the prophets before them. Care for my people, God said. Care for my people. Those are the sacrifices I want you to make. So Jesus is teaching this, and he's pointing out how the scribes are missing the boat. And just after Jesus points out the fault in the scribes, God highlights Jesus' message by sending this poor widow who gives her two copper coins for the sake of the temple. Which is really awesome of God at this point, to say, sending this widow and say to Jesus, good lesson, son. And let me give you a little exclamation point on that. I'm guessing, folks, some of y'all might be wondering, so are we supposed to give to the church or not? (laughs) Well, we're not giving to the church as though it's something other than ourselves. We're not giving to someone else's ministry. We're contributing to our common life here at St. Mark's. Well, should we contribute to our common life? Well, if we want a building to come to gather and worship in and pray in, then yeah. (coughs) That's not giving to God's ministry as though it's something separate from ourselves. Deciding that we want a common life together here, that we, that, that for that life and to give to that life financially is a blessed thing and a wonderful way to live together. We pray with each other and we pray for each other in our life here. We get to share our faith with each other, which we don't get to do all the time. We could share our faith with a lot more folks, but we get to share our faith heart to heart with our brothers and sisters here. We get to share the joys of our lives together, the births of children, the times when We've had tragedy, and then that tragedy has been overcome. The times when God has been obviously present in our lives and bringing blessing, we get to share those joys with each other. We get to share our sorrows with each other as well and gain strength from one another. We get to share Jesus with one another. Now, does that mean that we are supposed to contribute every last dime we have to our life together at St. Mark's? Well, I suppose if we all lived in the same very large house and if we all shared our cars and our food and our clothing, then yes, we should give everything we've got. But we don't live that way, do we? Are we supposed to look at the widow in our gospel story and feel that compared to her, we are terrible 
faithless people. No, I don't think we are. That's not the point of the story. We don't function and live for the sake of our religion. Our religion, the practices of our faith, the way that the Episcopal Church function for our sake. In pointing out the widow in the story today, Jesus is once again showing us God's grace. Contra all the jiffy dillers out there, God's grace is not that if we give enough to make our religion rich and mighty, then God will forgive us of our sins and dislike us a little less. God's grace is that he loves us. Period. God's grace is that he forgives us. Period. God knows what a mess we are. God knows how hard it is to be human. God knows that we are bound by our sin. God knows that we feel shame and regret and we're torn up by this inside. The shame and regret over the things that we've done which have harmed other people, which have harmed ourselves. And God's grace is that He loves us. And with all of that crud in our lives, God's grace is that He frees us from it and takes our sin and says, Give, give your sin to Me. And He holds it for us and says, you are beloved. God's grace is that He cares for those whom we often forget to care about and then reminds us to care for those people as well. So God does tell us to give, give. Give, give the grace that you have received. Give, give the love with which you are loved. Give, give the forgiveness with which you have been forgiven. Give, give the thoughtfulness, the care, the concern which God gives, especially for those whom we often forget.